Ladies and gentlemen, this is your co-host speaking. Thank you for choosing Winged Airlines. Before takeoff today, we would like to remind you that the Winged Commander podcast contains adult language that may not be suitable for children of all ages. With that out of the way, please sit back, relax, and enjoy your flight. No, I'm not going to do that. I know he want. I know Chris wants yeah. me to. I know Chris wants nothing more than for this to become the Elden Ring podcast before he has a chance to play it. Uh, but he- just let me let me uh, th- let me do an intro really quick. Um, well, welcome to the Winged It Commander episode, and my name's Chris, and this is Tom. Uh, I hit my mic. Hello. <laughs> And that's it. That's the only people I really that's, care to introduce. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> you created this monster. You have to no. deal with it. <laughs> so basically, Matt got Elden Ring, and I did not, and it makes me sad. Before we start recording, I told Matt that I keep like, I'll like walk into the kitchen and Emily standing there, and be like, "Did you?" So it turns out Elden Ring is one of the highest reviewed games of this. <laughs> this. Uh, this modern era it's like that's cool we still shouldn't buy it okay (laughs) well done chris there's 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 the l there's the journey for the elden ring and then there's the journey of you keeping a happy marriage and i i applaud (laughs) you for the second one also it's kind of funny because the whole part of the story of the game is how you are this zombie guy and you're some guy gives you shit right when you walk out the so, gate. He's like, you're maidenless. And I was like, yeah, everyone playing this game is maidenless, buddy. <laughs> like, uh-huh. It's like a real cut, like a real dig right at everybody that's playing this. <laughs> yeah, me, a lot course. of them start that way. No, I haven't been called maidenless yet in one of those, but uh, they a lot of them do start that way. <laughs> yeah. The way that story started was like, oh, so it's like an Elder Scrolls game. We're starting where you're a prisoner. You can pick prisoner <laughs> as one of the starting classes, and I was tempted to, but it was had a weird helmet thing. I didn't like yeah. it. Didn't like the way it looked. I see, and like everybody keeps saying shit. Like I'm used to my warrior, knight, cleric, wizard, thief, barbarian. Yeah, no, hunter, they, they, swordsman. They named them all weird. Yeah, and then everyone's like, "Oh, I've decided to play as the uh, as the um, the archivist, the astrologer." Yeah, that one is real. That's the one. That's a real one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, pre- astrologer, prophet. I'm a confessor. Yeah, yeah, and so it's pretty. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh, if you, if any of y'all have listened to our me and Chris's Bloodborne bonanza. Um, I have a lot of the same pros and cons with this one. It's very similar, also very different. I don't know. It's, um, I am having a good time, but I am, I'm a little scared because Bloodborne, I, because I mainlined it and because I went so hard, it wasn't a very long game. Bloodborne is actually pretty short. Yeah. 
And so this one's not going to be. I can <laughs> I can already tell you that. Like there's I've no- heard people that mainlined it finished it at like sixty to eighty hours. Jeez, right. Louise. That's that's, I'm, yeah, that's I guess what I was the average length is was was like eighty hours. And I don't ha it's See, gonna, but it's going to take me three years to beat this. Is what I'm okay with that be. because I still feel like the way that it's set up and it's not like a Ubisoft game in that way. It, it like this still like respects your time and has things that you want to go do. Not so much like <laughs> like giving here's us a, a whole bunch of uh, <laughs> yeah. Press X respect for respect is not a, is not a, a noun well, in this <laughs> game's vocabulary. But all the Far Cry and Assassin's Creed games have just become, okay, here's uh, all the sticks of butter marked on the map, and you have to just <laughs> go and find all the sticks of butter. And I love like, butter. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they just get, they, they're like laundry list activities, whereas yeah. Elden Ring sounds really big, but it's as big as your curiosity lets you make it. I think that's it's more what than it that. sounds like. Um, and it, you, I don't, I don't know. Okay, so here's here's one of my complaints, and I I'm, I'm going to try to keep it as spoiler minimum as possible. But uh, when I was playing Bloodborne, I was going to boss to boss to boss to boss to boss, and Chris was having an aneurysm because he's like, yeah. "You can't, you're not supposed to do that." But because I was finding some success in going through some of the bosses, I was like, "This is what I'm I'm progressing, so I'm doing it right." I'm winning, you know, I'm winning. Yay. Uh, this time, the every part of the game uh, tells you there you you have your you, the bonfire equivalents, which are called points of grace, and they have uh, an effect grace? over them that she died years ago. Yes. Uh, they point they point to where you're supposed to go next. Some of them do. If there is uh, it's it's. That's how it's presented to you at the beginning of the game. They're like, oh, they're, they'll direct you towards the direction you're supposed to go. And I'm like, okay. I follow a couple of them, and they point me to this castle. And this castle is the murder house of all murder houses. <laughs> you can't, I can't go two feet without getting absolutely ganked. And then you finally get to the first quote-unquote boss, and he wipes he wipes with you like you are his toilet paper. There is no, there's no chance and of success. He didn't use a bidet either. Before no, he did not bidet. use a bidet. So crusty. Um, he used you. You're tarnished for a reason. Um, and so you just the game is telling you go here. You get your teeth kicked in. So you're like, okay, that means I have to go explore. And so I go, and that's the that's the big plus that this game has over the other ones, where you go to the in every other game you go to the boss, you get your teeth kicked in, you have no choice but to go and continue to get your teeth kicked in, or run the same two city blocks back and forth, back and forth until you're leveled up and ready to take on that boss. Um, this one gives you lots of other areas to go to lots of mini bosses to take on and they give you drops that help you improve things and that part's really cool and i really enjoy that i've i've defeated tons of mini bosses now and i'm also i'm doing what jason schreier recommended and i'm keeping a uh a elden ring journal of my accomplishments and for like in real life 
Yeah, and in, in pa- on paper, like I'm holding it up to the camera right now. I've I had oh this goodness. little sketchbook, and I'm I I thought it'd be fun, and so I'm I'm journaling as I play it. Is at, it okay. is it fun? It is. Do you fun. like? Journaling? I was gonna say you, this sounds like uh, I, yeah. the op- This sounds like the opposite definition of fun for me. <laughs> well, no. So I do it at the end, and it, I think it's it it's good because there's no quest log. Mm. You know, any other uh, and like like we talked about the Ubisoft barf of the map icons. There's some log or some UI system that says yeah. you have completed this or you haven't. This doesn't have that. You have there's some something similar in that you can find items and the items tell you kind of what to do but not really and i had one one mission where i finally did the thing that chris told taught me to do which you 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 talk to everybody and they give you a weird thing and you do a weird thing at the weird time at the weird place and then something cool happens and i was like oh neat I did the thing. I did I did the thing and I wrote down I did the thing in my journal and the guy was like I need you to find this uh Brigham Barbenstein and I'm like okay Brigham Barbenstein I wrote it down and then I looked all over the map for Brigham Barbenstein and I couldn't find him. Today I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see someone fighting one of the optional bosses and I was like, oh, I, I finally beat that boss. It's cool. And I look at the boss's name tag and it's Brigham Barbenstein. <laughs> and I'm like, damn it. I, damn it. I, I, like I already beat the boss that I wasn't supposed that I needed to go talk to that guy first uh, or something. I, I, I think I, I screwed up does the, it ruin up the order of operations. Line? And now yeah. I don't know if I'm screwed out of that quest that line shit or not. Me not up a I haven't see, found him again. That's the thing that worries me a little bit is that um, the way that I do games, and especially games like this one, is more of like a wake pattern instead of a yeah. drill, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, so as I go, I try to do all side content alongside it if instead of just mainlining. So like if that's the case and I've explored everything that I could explore in Elden Ring and it turns out I've like advanced like yeah. seven quest lines too early. Yeah. I'm a little worried about that. Like when like yeah, where's I, the line of like I'm just supposed to be pushing forward now or I'm supposed it, to be exploring now and where am yeah. I supposed to be exploring? You know what I mean? No clue. No clue. I, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm being punished like, for playing the game. It What's sounds that? like Elden Ring is like starting a trend of of like really not handholding with like quest journals and stuff like that in these big RPGs, and everyone's going to be like, "Wow, games should do this more." And then pretty soon, we're just going to be back to Morrowind. That's like <laughs> that way because of its technical holdbacks, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but yeah. the uh, only I, other anyway. the only other time. game I've done that for is Kerbal Space Program, where when I when i test fly stuff like i'll get halfway to the moon or whatever and then i'm like oh fuck i forgot to put on parachutes and now my kerbal is fucked and then i'll just like revert and then be back in the the building bay and like i don't i don't remember what i was supposed to put back on here and then like 10 minutes later i'm back up in the atmosphere it's like god damn it no parachutes (laughs) so i started like doing test runs and then writing all the things i need a flight checklist like an actual pilot Um, yeah, so it's just, it's, it's very cool, but I think the size of it makes me a little sad that I'm not going to be able to do the thing that everyone says that they Mm -hmm. normally do, which is play through it once, figure out the stuff and play through it again, knowing everything. 
Yeah. I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. And I don't think I'm going to want to do that after a hundred and plus hours in this. I would bet that maybe it's not that long. And that was like the timings I heard from reviewers who are supposed to like lift up every rug. And the thing that I I heard was that there's a certain point in the game where it's kind of like Breath of the Wild, where you can go and fight Ganon right at the beginning if you want. But that is a dumb idea unless you're a speedrunner. And so I'm not going to be able to do that. And I think that time is a reasonable amount of time of just beelining mm-hmm. straight to the final ending. But especially if you do New Game Plus. Yeah, but that might be I have no for clue. me. If I, I that's a lot. I never spend this much time in games anymore. So that's a big ask for me. Yeah. And and oh, Mister Mister completed the Mister Mister. I don't spend time in games. Completes the Halo Battle Pass. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah that's don't true. even that give one, us that. I'm I'm rounding 200 hours on that one pretty quick here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's he what I'm trying like to say tonight. I have I have Elden Ring downloaded, but but the Halo Weekly Challenge ends tomorrow at noon, so I have to make the decision of do I want to wrap up the Halo because I don't have time to do both unless I want to stay up till right. four in the morning. <laughs> And that's been a problem, too, is I need to go to bed on time tonight because I've been going to bed so late playing oh, this yeah. that I you can see it. You can see that I, I have not <laughs> been treating myself correctly. Yeah. Um, so I really need to balance it out. But it's so easy to be just like, I, I have him. I have him. He's dead. He should be dead. <laughs> and so you just you're one like, more. one more time. One more try. How is the one uh, more try? Uh, how God, far away I'm are they putting sna- you from I, the bosses? Is that is that like that? something that's annoying? How far away are they putting you from the bosses? Is no, that something that's they annoying? They fixed they fixed that, and I I would kiss okay. uh, Miyazaki on the mouth. That might for have been my biggest complaint. Change, because the software stuff. Um, they have this new system where so you have your the points of grace, which are your upgrade stations and whatnot. Then they also have these things called the stakes of America. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> and those aren't, they're strategically placed around the map. I I was listening to a podcast today and I, I think I agree with what they said where um, they didn't want to just put bonfires everywhere. They're, and they're very generous with the bonfires in this game too, which I also appreciate. But the stakes are basically strategically placed in areas where there usually it means there's a boss nearby and you, when you die, you can decide, do I want to respawn at my last point of grace or at the stake? And the stake is usually closer to the boss. And that way, is that's just, it's just, it's a quality of life thing that just reduces that run through. If you still want the run through, it's still there because that's where I'm stuck right now. Apparently, the way that the game is structured is you have, um, you have things on the map you can find, these little mini dungeons that end in a mini boss. And then you have what they call legacy dungeons, which is, the I think, the story stuff. And in the story, the one story dungeon that I know where it is, um, it's much more of your classic Dark Souls Bloodborne level where you, when I, I'm stuck at a part where I die and I go all the way back up here and I got to okay, I kill these two guys this way, I dodge and then kill that guy and then keep going. Like, it has that same feeling if you're really attached to that. But in all of the side stuff, they're a little kinder, 
which I appreciate. I haven't had that feeling or complaint for like the run back to the boss since Bloodborne. Like, I think like not even in Bloodborne. I mean, I think Dark Souls one is the worst one. Dark Souls two. I don't remember being upset about it, but I know that there were some awful runs in it and um and it's been a while but like bloodborne on i i felt like i haven't really and i've kind of heard the community say that too that they've like that they've been a lot more generous with the bonfires as the games have gone on and even like dark souls 3 and sekiro there's been times where i had an awful boss run only because like my eyes passed right over the bonfire that was like (laughs) <laughs> three quarters of the way there like there was one that was like like you fight the um the crystal sage for those listening that have played it i assume you guys aren't gonna play dark souls 3 um nope and there's just like there's I like live you a run long through and the fulfilling wo- life without that i think <laughs> um you run through the like this wooded area then you go through this like little abandoned fort and then get to the crystal sage and right outside the fort was like was a bonfire that I missed. It took me a while to beat it, but every time I started Dark Souls 3, which was like three or four times, I missed it every single time until this last run through. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Didn't even know it was there. Yeah. I'm also keeping the trend that I had in Bloodborne of completely missing a mechanic until 11 hours in. Um, (laughs) But I, I eventually understood it and figured it out. But the the Ashes of War system is kind of neat. It's basically uh, slotted special moves you can put on certain weapons. And they're Uh. very cool. They're fun. But they're also... It's my particular kind of weakness where it makes you look really cool. And it also makes you extremely vulnerable to attack. And I I lose that bet every time. Dark Souls 3 had weapon arts. Yeah, it's. I think that, it's basically that, yeah. like weapon arts, where I'm like, I'm doing my super move. Don't attack me, yep. And then they hit me. And so it, it keep. I keep doing that. But when you land it, ooh, ooh, you land it, and it feels good. Um, it's like the combos. So on it a is Monster good. Hunter. I am enjoying. Yeah, yeah. I, there is there is at least one boss fight that felt very Monster Hunter, and I was very proud of it. I was just this is this you're learning the right things here if you're emulating that. Um, <laughs> Elden Ring sounds like all of the like everything from Soft has learned and tried and experimented with. Yeah. All it's shoved their, into a blender. It's their kitchen sink. It's the Because yeah, there's like there's like a there's a stealth mechanic like Sekiro, then they have like weapon arts like Dark Souls three, and like you said, there's the they added like where you can choose whether you're SS Flask or whatever they are now. Phil's mm-hmm. health or magic that which was a Dark Souls 3 thing and you know just stuff like that. I assume it doesn't have the bloodborne aggressive get your health back mechanic, right? Uh I no. I think somebody might have a a, a weapon art that does that or something. I thought I saw uh, someone on Twitter get at least like some kind of health regen maybe, but I don't know what that item is on or anything like that. Um how's parrying, the PvP I and PvE at. and stuff. What's that? How's the PvP and PvE and stuff? I haven't really touched it. I've I've beaten two NPC invaders uh, that just kind of like in the other games where they show you how it looks and what to expect. They give you a couple Mm -hmm. NPC invaders that I was able to beat without too much of an issue. Um, Friend of the show, Bobby, and I 
attempted, I called him into a dungeon and we walked two feet and a giant bear ate me and kicked him out of my game. So, uh, <laughs> we were, we were in a, we were in a level that was way, uh, or yes. a section of the map that was way too high for us. The and classic, so, the classic souls experience dance around all the guys outside of the Smoe and Ornstein fog gate to finally summon somebody, somebody, then go in there and get body slammed by Smoe the second you walk <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, it's awful. So, um, I'm having fun. It is a, it is a good game. Uh, the mounted, the horse combat is the first time horse combat's felt good ever in any video game. I'll, I'll put that <laughs> yeah, down on paper. it's never felt good. It's never, it's felt, never good. felt good. And this time... I maybe I think what they did is I think they played Monster Hunter Rise and and aped the way that the riding the dog feels because it, it it's it's almost as good as that. But you can't really fight. Yeah, I guess you can fight while you're on the dog on Monster Hunter. Yeah, it feels like Monster Hunter Rise a little bit, but you don't jump as high. But I'm yeah, I'm I'm positive on the game. I am enjoying it. There, it's very peaks and valleys where there are some mm. nights where I beat three, four mini bosses and I unlock cool things and I'm like, I'm on top of the world. And there's another night where <laughs> I just get bodied by the same son of a bitch 800 times, lose all of my runes, <laughs> don't level up for 40 hours. And it's just, uh, I, it, it, are we talking about Hunt Showdown or are we talking about Elden Ring? Oh, Elden gosh. Ring. What no, do you mean? I know Hunt Showdown yeah. gives the same experience. That's what, that was a joke. That oh, I Tom got you. Have to We're gonna have to, yeah, Chris and I are gonna have to talk about our little run, our last run and on after. after yeah. run. I'm I'm really glad I wasn't there for that because it was bad. It, nothing is <laughs> few things are as demoralizing as a slide in a multiplayer game. I, don't think I also I, I go ahead. I was just gonna say I don't think I have I don't think I've ever gone on a slide so hard as the slide that Chris and I went on and on a few nights yeah. ago. It was so um, bad. Uh, I th- every time we bring up hunt on this show, we're always like, "All right, that's enough hunt talk. We'll start talking about other." I think games. we've had a long break. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I, I got some hunt stuff for us. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, to sum it up, Elden Ring good. My sleep schedule bad. <laughs> uh take it away from there folks i've been playing a diddly squat so i'm just here to commentate this week <laughs> well in that case i'm gonna take your slot for some video game news okay. drop our drop our banner in topic in a topic that i know you guys are rip roaring and ready to hear about that you are like on the edge of your seat saying matt tell me what is new in pokemon news i'll tell you boys i'll tell you I think there, I'd rather talk about NFTs. No. <laughs> uh, real quick, they they announced on Sunday they're making the next generation already. Whoa, really? And, yeah, and it drops later this year. What? Wait. Late late 2022. Is it, it's going to be like a full-fledged new Pokemon full game? Full-fledged. It, it's Scarlet and Violet are the two versions. Whoa. And, it, it, you know, the lat, Sword and Shield was British-themed. And this one seems to be Spain themed. And they, they've shown the new starters. And at first I was like, ew, those look gross. And I waited about 20 minutes. And now I want, I, if anything happened to them, I'd kill everyone in this room and then myself. Uh, because they're very <laughs> cute and adorable. <laughs> and I love them. <laughs> they're my children. <laughs> yeah. Especially the duck. The duck is called Quaxley, which is perfect. Um, and he has like a, a 
pompadour and he looks adorable and i think that's probably gonna be my starter um but then they also have uh foy coco which is a tiny fire crocodile shaped like a pepper and he's cute <laughs> and uh then they have the weed cat which everybody's really oh. loving uh sprigatito i think it's called and it's just it's a it's a green it's the plant starter or the grass starter and it looks like a cat with basically a weed leaf on it (laughs) and so everyone keeps photoshopping him with a blunt in his mouth um but (laughs) it's i don't know a lot of people are making the what i think is a knee-jerk assumption that this one is going to have the catching mechanics from legends arceus yeah. and i don't think that's the case the trailer I got the vibe that arceus was like sort of a, a b-side experiment yeah exactly sort of it, was a, it was a spin-off it thing. was a it's a secondary thing and, and kind also of like halo odst to the mainline halo games if that makes sense right. like a yeah but also the turnaround time on unless they were developed in cohesion together because both i think both of those are game freak and game freak's not the biggest studio so unless they they i because i in my heart of hearts i think they looked at legends arceus and said this is a bit of a gamble but we're gonna go for it and it has been a extremely well-received gamble um and i i hope that they take those lessons and keep them going forward but there's no they they've shown they have no guarantee of that. Um, yeah. And just looking at the trailer, there was nothing in it that suggested that it had the same mechanics. They well, they are saying in in the press release that it is open world, which is cool. And but that have I, they not I, all been open world already? Uh, not in the same context. Not in the same like not in the th- the 3D ones have not for sure. It's basically there's like tra- there's screen transitions between different routes and stuff. And in the older mm. in like Sun and Moon, it's a locked camera. You're only looking almost isometric uh, mm-hmm. for those games. Whereas in Sword and Shield, you have a locked camera for the routes. And then there was this one big wild area that was full 3D camera and you could see everything and you could see them walking around and all that jazz. Um so I don't know if they do keep the, the mechanics from Legends, I'm going to be really impressed and absolutely mm-hmm. blown away. Um, but I'm not hedging my bet on that because I think I I'm pretty sure it's basically going to be Sword and Shield again. But do they do we'll they see. develop them like in like they had to have started developing this before RC came out, right? Yes. Yeah, they had to have. Yeah, they're not I, unless they're just whipping this out in a year. No, I don't. Yeah, because there, there be no way. Are they usually annual? No. Okay. Yeah. That's, I but just, also, like, Sword, Sword and Shield came out a while ago. Yeah. So, yeah. and I and I guess one of the other things is that Legends was probably delayed by COVID. Hmm. So and maybe if they have, there's like, two teams. This might have already been in the works. Yeah, one of you know one got pushed while the other one wasn't yeah. as interrupted. So and and maybe is simpler because they they know how to crank these babies out. Yeah. Um. So th- I don't know. There's a lot there. Uh. We'll see. I do, and I hate being one of these people. It's I know it's an early <laughs> it's an early trailer, 
And most of the time when I see these trailers, I want to give them every benefit of the doubt. And I, uh-huh. and I, I do, I still do. This one looks kind of ugly. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. The trailer does not look hot. It, there's a I lot don't of like any of the Pokemon games have really graphically been no. I, it even there's, looks there's worse than Arcea though. Like in the and it, and it says I'm sorry. I'm just like watching the trailer now back and forth. But like yeah, I've my roommate got Arcea and I've been watching him play it a little bit. And I'm like I think I understand like Matt's perspective when you said like people are complaining that it looks bad, but I think it still looks okay. And I I can it's like I think just like some of the textures aren't super high res, right? But watching this trailer is it's a little. It's, it's grainy. It's like it's yeah. it's a little, and I don't. I'm gonna, you know, maybe they'll have time to polish that out before I we get to the end of the is, year. But so this is why, like, I'm so surprised. Like the timing. First off, why not show this at Nintendo Direct like last week? They uh, had a special Pokemon announcement on Sunday. Okay, it was all Pokemon news, and, and they're they make enough money to do their own announcements. I yeah. guess. Yeah, and then. I feel like announcing this so closely to Arcea's release like almost feels like I I don't know I'm not a salesperson but I would assume that would do things like bad things to sales and then why not just announce it in the summer like around E3 I don't know it just confi- it's, it's, it's just it's, so random <laughs> it feels like so this is a drop right now on the other hand though they they get to because they're dropping it at such a weird time they get to kind of own my Twitter is. Uh, that's the thing overflowing with drawings i was surprised because i've actually like been online recently but it's all like us um hopefully not getting involved in world war three so it must have just gone right over my radar but i'm trying i'm trying to (laughs) trying to stay more on the positive side of the the news spectrum um but yeah it i don't know it is it does feel like a really quick turnaround (laughs) i'm kind of surprised that they're already going for it but i will never say no to more pokemon I so, think speaking of uh, very happy. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think I will end up trying Arcea just because my roommate bought the physical copy. And so it's like, if it's, you know, I can, I, our switches sit right next to each other. So I can pretty easily just go like pop it out and plug it into mine yeah. and then put it back before he finds, uh, finds out. But, um, speaking of meme Lord Nintendo, we, um, or meme Lords Nintendo, we haven't, uh, we haven't talked about Kirby Swallow Everything on this podcast. I am. Have you guys seen this? I think that game is looks that what it's called? Really cute. Yeah. Yeah, I think it looks great, but I think it's just funny and all the memes that have come out of it. Chris, uh, this, the, like, the, the correct we're like term. Kirby swallowing cars. The and stuff. actual term is full mouth mode. So you put <laughs> oh, respect on yeah. that. That's what it is. I'm glad it's not deep throat mode or yeah. something like that. <laughs> oh, e, the new Kirby this, game is out. This mouth Kirby is rated E fuck. for everyone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was really funny. The the pictures and like the hats and stuff that have come out of it. Somebody modded the the Kirby the car uh, the Kirby swallowing the car into Mario Kart. Oh. <laughs> um. So should I launch into my thing? Go for it. So I have been all over the place gaming wise. I have some kind of heavy hitters towards the end, but just gonna run through a bunch of other stuff really quick. I decided to dip back into Lego Star Wars, and I've been playing that a lot on my <laughs> Xbox, um, just for like my, you know, just like I just want to veg and relax and put on a podcast and play Lego Star Wars, and I have had to take a little bit of a hiatus on it, though, because Emily said that if um, she hears the Cantina Band song <laughs> one more time, she might kill me, so. Because um, that's the hub world in it, isn't it? Yeah. 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 
and they constantly play it in the background while uh, you do stuff. Um, So there's that. The other one that I've kind of been revisiting is uh, not revisiting, I guess, sort of. So um, I've been playing. I played like five minutes of Soul Calibur 2 today and then decided to try Soul Calibur 6 because I had it on my Xbox. And it's just it's just Soul Calibur again like there's oh, just, yeah. like I, wa- I was like man I wonder where the series has gone because I haven't <laughs> played any of them besides two and I went to six it was like oh okay it's the exact same shit with the exact same like like they definitely took a Mortal Kombat page and were like if a name broke don't fix it um and uh did you play I'm as usually, Yoshimitsu um yoshimitsu looks like a fucking oni badass and he always has he's a great uh two he looks like a big nerd he looks weird not a nerd but he looks really weird and kind of dumb um valdo is in it and he still wants to get fucked (laughs) (laughs) um he's still it hasn't changed a bit um and (laughs) but like i haven't played it enough to see if there's like to see if it's as fan servicey as two was because like Getting in the weeds here. Two was maybe a little bit of an informative game on Chris. <laughs> oh yeah, Ivy. Yeah, um, Ivy and like I don't know. No stage is that windy for girls with skirts. Um, or are you talking about the one yeah. with Yoda in it? Because I get that too. Ooh. That's four, I think, yeah. or three, maybe. I don't know. Game it's Cube one of the ones I didn't play. I think. Yeah, one of them. One of the consoles got Yoda. The other one got Darth Vader. This one has two B from. Uh, oh, near. Yep. Because of course it does. And then um, Geralt is the other guest. Oh, really? That's yeah. really so. Imagine how much people would freak the hell out if a game came out now with console exclusive characters. They'd flip. Oh, they do. Thought, Have you heard of Marvel's Avengers? That's like their business plan. <laughs> Marvel's. Oh, but is it always? Uh, a lot and also, of times, no one Spider-Man cares about that just game, came. so there's that. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think everybody gave up on it. Um, Spider-Man came out for just uh, Sony. I thought it was a limited time thing. Like, they got access to him first. But if that, you know, if the, but I, okay. No, I be... think it's just Sony. I don't think it's as bad if it was like, like, because what Marvel's Avengers does and some other games like Destiny have done is like PlayStation users just get all of this. And Xbox users get not any of it right whereas at least like with soul caliber it's kind of like two different characters like they you both get the same amount of like content you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um but yeah i don't know soul caliber is fun it's fun to just be dumb and beat people up and and not care and podcasts and whatever um the other big kind of quick but cool thing is that um my father-in-law bought emily and i a projector for christmas and I got it set up in the basement. We still need a couch down there, but um, so now Chris is just standing in front of the projector. <laughs> well, Mario Kart on a hundred inch screen is pretty dope. Like <laughs> yeah. my, I moved my Switch down there, and like I was like, I feel like of all my consoles, Switch feels more projector. Uh-huh. Like it feels like there's better games for the projector, like and with you Mario Kart you don't and need Smash that and Party. 4K nonsense. Like. Yeah, yeah. So like I moved it down there, and um, it's kind of funny because this whole time with our house, like 
I've been like, man, I just want to get the basement done. Can we just get a couch down there? Can we just get a couch down there? And Emily's like, no, we need to save for repiping. We need to save for repiping, all this stuff, which makes sense. And um, I got the projector set up down there because Emily's dad has been talking about visiting. And I didn't want him to see that we hadn't had the projector set up Mm -hmm. because we didn't have a couch and had no reason to. Um, So I got it all set up down there. And... I've been kind of coming to Emily's side on like, yeah, we should just get the bathroom repiped. Like, this is getting crazy to go all the way downstairs to brush her teeth and stuff and come all the way back up. Uh, but then she saw the projector set up and was kind of like, maybe we should just get a couch. <laughs> <laughs> so we've like, we've like completely flipped <laughs> on our opinions of it. But it's pretty cool. Like, I'm really excited to get like a sound system set up down there and, um, uh, you know, um, get all that going and really like have some like Nintendo parties and Mm -hmm. play those games. Um, so what I've kind of been mainlining actually is hunt showdown and, um, halo. I've been playing it. Like I was just kind of like, you know what? This is ridiculous. I need to stop being nervous to solo queue and to play multiplayer games. So I just got to start force, start forcing myself to do it. Um, and I've come to the conclusion that I'm a lot better at these games when I'm not playing with you guys. <laughs> not not that like it's your guys' fault, but I don't know if I just feel pressure or what it is. But like, are you solo queuing like, the hunt like with teams? No. Okay. Solo, solo. And I would say three out of five games I survive solo queuing. I think I just take so many more risks solo queuing and hunt. That I always do a lot worse and I get frustrated. Well, that and like you, I get into so many. I guess I don't, I'm wondering how cautious you play because, like, when you just get double teamed, like your odds of survival are just so much lower. Pretty cautious, actually, but I've stopped being afraid to engage in a fight. And a lot, I've surprised myself how often I've won them, mm-hmm. like me versus a duo, mm-hmm. even. And I kind of like leaned into the advice you gave a lot a while ago. People do not know what to do when you rush them <laughs> yeah, in that game. Yeah. <laughs> Especially they, if you like, get on mic and you yell at them. It gets, <laughs> yeah. They really don't know. Well, like one, I, I shot somebody's, I like levered somebody's teammate and then they tried to like come at me and then had to reload. They had like a Springfield or something that was just one shot and they had to reload. I was out of ammo. So I just pulled my knife out and they were like running for cover and I just chased them. Yeah. I just chased mm-hmm. them all the way through the fort. And then when they finally thought that I'd left them alone, it just, just bam and just knocked them down and got them. And like there's been lots of times where I've won fights just from melee rushing or like rushing with some like high stopping power weapon like a crossbow or whatever i've been watching like this pro guy play on youtube a lot too and i've learned a lot of uh things from him and um it's a so that's diff- been- it's a different game when you watch them play they yeah. do the, the weird wiggle jumping yeah and uh <laughs> yeah. the one thing that really frustrates me is some of them use the one shot sniper i don't remember what it's called um the spring of, i think it's the springfield that yeah. does 149 out of 150 damage and there apparently you can shortcut the reload animation by switching your weapon at the end of it so you're not it doesn't look like you're completing the reload but you are and you're technically doing it faster and or or, or it's just a tick that this guy has and he just keeps doing it 
and it annoys the hell out of me when I watch him. I can't. Who is it? I don't remember. Is one of it might have been. I, I don't remember any of their names. They're all weird YouTube names, but um, it just bugs the heck out of me. Same thing. People will do that in Apex too, where they'll just bring up their shields and their health when they don't need them, and it's just constant. And it uh, uh, stop, stop. This yeah, is not yeah. fun to watch. <laughs> The guy I watch, his name is Psycho Ghost, who I highly recommend, um, is uh, he doesn't I, I haven't noticed him doing that very much. Mm. I've, I What I've noticed with him is don't be afraid of using consumables because he's yeah. constantly throwing firebombs and flash and frag. And you, yeah. Bombs and, 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 and if you don't use them and you die, then you lose them anyway. So it's like you might as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he cooks them and stuff. And he gets like a lot of kills with just that and wall banging. Like wall banging is something that I've just not gotten comfortable with attempting. I just don't know. But I don't, he, I don't have like the awareness. I guess like I wouldn't even think of it. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, there, it was kind of funny. I watched him play a game today, and some he knew where he had killed one of the uh, the people he was facing off against. He knew where he'd killed one of their teammates. Mm-hmm. And he could hear them revive them, and yeah. then just wall bang them dead again. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> um, but like I, I, and this is kind of why I wanted to prestige and hunt because I wanted to sort of relearn a lot of the mechanics. And this time around, I haven't cared so much about just getting my level higher, and I've been yeah. like trying out guns and trying out things and like finding out how the game works like this type of ammo wall bangs a lot better i remember being in like a sniper fight with somebody and i hit him like four times i was like why the fuck are they not dead but it was because i was using like a winfield marksman with medium ammo from like long ammo range which i wasn't i didn't i hadn't really paid attention to that stuff my goal was just don't die right <laughs> you know and now it's i've finally kind of gotten to the point in that game where i feel like i'm competent enough to not die outright but um you know uh man i just totally lost my train of thought <laughs> to not die but like i can start kind of experimenting and having fun yeah. with it yeah and i am a pretty cautious player i'm relatively slow None of the people on our Discord are. No. <laughs> so I tend to just like when I'm playing with people, it's like it's like a different game to me almost mm-hmm. the way that people play. Because I play like a little shithead when I'm solo and like I don't I don't hide. I mean I hide to open an engagement, but I don't like camp. I definitely like rotate around and flank and then if I see the opportunity to rush or whatever, it's not halo or call of duty for me which a lot of people play it that way Mm -hmm. um and i i've noticed just when i play with people just because i'm trying to conform to how they play i just get dicked on like yeah yeah real fast um and uh also halo like i've been playing halo and i was like i'm like finding out i'm not as bad at that game as i was assuming that i was (laughs) Except for some reason, there's like a marginal difference. So Chris, at his best in Halo, top tier best, is solo on Xbox, right? Mm -hmm. I'm okay on computer with a controller too. Mm -hmm. I am at my worst on PC with friends. 
and I don't understand why. And I don't know if it's because like, like last time I did it, I played with Thomas and friend of the pod, Alex, who are like Halo vets and infinite is probably already the Halo game that I've put the most time into multiplayer in, um, except for maybe reach. But I think as far as multiplayer goes, if you're not counting like our custom games and stuff like that, I think I've already done more than reach. Mm -hmm. Uh, Forge is going to revolutionize that game mm-hmm. and I'm so yeah. excited for it. Um but yeah, I've been like playing great. We played like a we got absolute I never win though. I should point that out. <laughs> I barely ever win, but almost every game I get like if I'm playing solo on Xbox, I get like 15 kills mm-hmm. minimum. Uh and maybe that's not good. I don't know. Um getting three was always like, yes, <laughs> for me, <laughs> like getting into it. Um, but yeah, we have like a, we have a game of Fiesta. I texted you guys in the podcast about it and I thought it was like cool information, but nobody responded to it. So I'm just going to say it again here. <laughs> <laughs> um, we lost a Fiesta game 50 to 26 and 17 of the kills were me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it was actually my first ever in Halo overkill yeah nice. and i was like really happy about it um with this i used the sword you know because of course i did but it was fiesta whatever but like i don't know i'm still not winning the games though i'm holding my own so it's like not frustrating in that way it's only frustrating when it, i have like a weekly that's like win mm. games mm-hmm. you know but i don't know the, i just kind of i've been like coming into my own and like kind of trying to really lean into this multiplayer stuff but it's also made my single player games fall by the wayside a little bit because it does also give me that feeling of like man why am i playing this game that like nobody even can like see how good i'm doing it <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah but, i think like winning the actual games as solo can be pretty difficult because when you're playing with your friends and you actually have the communicate especially like if you're playing quick play and they're objective-based games, it's pretty tough to oh, win God. when you don't have any communication with anybody. So if I'm playing quick play on my own, I, I just like don't even... I mean, I, I I like to win them, but it's like I don't really put up any high expectations. And then Fiesta have, is always just an absolute dumpster fire. Like I never pay attention to anything yeah. in that one. <laughs> yeah, I had a challenge that was like win two Fiesta yeah, games. Yeah, those annoy me because I hate sweating in Fiesta just because it's, it's just absolute insanity every single time. Yeah, um, the the weapon challenges challenges stress me out too, mm, mm-hmm. um, because I feel like someone's gonna grab them before I do if I play them in quick play, and so I try to do it in Fiesta, and then like the moment that like I spawn with the gun I need, instantly like, dead, <laughs> like yeah, or like I'm pitting out like a mm-hmm. StarCraft game trying to like get something with it. I had one game where I needed to get a sticky kill. And I remembered it at the last second and panicked through it and then stuck him and killed a guy from the grave <laughs> after he after he like straight up killed me and deserved to, you know, <laughs> but um, I feel like a lot of this stuff is like shit that happens to you guys who play Halo on the reg like normally, you know, and I'm like, dude, I stuck a guy. It's, like, no. why aren't you guys more excited about Stick, it? <laughs> sticking someone is always a, a reason for celebrating. It's always a also, good time. Also, the skewer is like maybe the most satisfying gun I think I've ever used in a in. It's so sad when you miss shooter. though. 
I, it's sad when you, when you miss, but when you get it, 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 makes, it makes up for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish but, I, I wish I hadn't bounced off of it so hard. Like I played a lot of it right at the beginning when it came out, and then it just doesn't keep it keep its teeth in me. A for lot some of people reason. have said that. A lot of people have said that. Like I've talked to quite a few people that were like, "Yeah, when it came out, I played fifty hours in like two weeks, and then just haven't yeah come I, back." And it's not anything against it. I don't think there's nothing it's doing wrong it just doesn't there are other things that keep my attention more i don't know mm, why yeah. that is i i don't know the the other the shooter that's been keeping me in it on the pinwheel or on the hamster wheel hamster wheel is uh apex cuz i i finally got i i played ranked which is normally a forbidden word in our friend group. Uh, we don't touch the ranked modes or else everyone gets angry at each other. Um, but I was solo queuing, so it didn't matter. And I got, for the first time, for the, the first season, I've gotten to gold rank. And it changes the game when you're paying that close attention to oh, yeah. what, like, what it incentivizes you to do. With Apex... You, you get points if you're in the top 10, I think, or maybe it's the top five in, in the final squads. But then also you get points for kills. And so as you're starting to climb up the ranks and the buy-in gets bigger, you, instead of being a scared little boy like I usually am, you have to get in there. You have to mix things up and you got to fight people. And so I've gotten much better at fighting as a result of this ladder climb. But it's also incredible i can't imagine what the people do at the top of the ladder Mm -hmm. where one loss sets me back three days it feels like yeah that's not i'm not doing that so i i but i also did the thing where i reached gold now i haven't touched it so Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i've never i've always uh well because for me in siege and ranked i would kind of get the same way but at the same time it was in siege at least it was like uh Whatever it's called in football, where the f- the furthest forward you move the ball is is where the ball gets to go at at the start of the yeah, next play. That's same, that same as Apex. Yeah. In, so in you hit sense. gold, and you get like the gold rewards whenever the season end, ends. Right. And I wanted I wanted that little gun charm, even though it's <laughs> dumb, and it's, that's it. That's all I get. I don't care. I wanted I wanted to say that I could do it because I I do love Apex quite a bit, and it's so fun when I was playing with a friend of mine. And we got a a rando third, and it's always this. We're all we're all here, and we. I have more friends, Um, (laughs) and the rando is always this, just loud as hell, twelve year old (laughs) cranked up on Mountain Dew, just telling you with the utmost honesty that last game he got like fifteen kills, or he would have if his teammates weren't weren't. Uh, stealing all of his kills and his internet didn't cut out and did you know his dad worked for Nintendo and it's just <laughs> I'm like dude I wish you would shut up but at the same time you're carrying my ass so <laughs> I can't worst. really talk <laughs> and the, it it's amazing because a lot of Apex which is kind of worrying in some sense that a lot of Apex's community is children mm-hmm. for this multiplayer shooter it's not I think really that's a gory kind of battle royale because battle royales are like the multiplayer thing right now. Yeah, and so it, and and kids that grew up on Fortnite are they they. It's it's a complex game though. 
the idea of mm-hmm. balancing okay i gotta balance my shields my health my ammo my web which weapons am i using and then i have to understand spatial awareness of like i think there's a team fight going over there but there's another team and we could get pinched and these kids are cracked when it's a like a one-on-one fight but me and my my actual friend were watching our 12 year old just <laughs> leap into battle and we would yell at him hey you need to wait for us you need to hang back like they're fighting you will die and he's like i'm gonna go do it and he just <laughs> like, like stop but we did win with the 12 year old so it was awesome but, I, was say, I was just imagining that paintball video where the kid gets pegged in the head and just like his clothes yeah. lined <laughs> basically but we they they're very very good but they don't have a lot of spatial awareness yeah and, and, man uh i want to pl- i like apex and i want to play it more but i'm like i i feel like i only have so much room for multiplayer shooters yeah, in my life exactly you know? like, and that's I feel why like i would rather Halo, Halo go full bore for me yeah i feel like i'd rather go for full bore into like two instead of you know i don't know but apex was pretty good i did like it yeah i just i don't know I feel like I'd always want to be playing Hunt instead too. If I was playing Apex, mm. maybe I'm not sure. And in the final, I'm also. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I, I was gonna a little bit change it from Apex. So was so I. Go ahead. Uh, so oh. in the final bit of gaming news that I forgot to mention, oh, can I say something yes. before we completely get off of that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> the why. little shitty. The, you know, do you have like a little shitty version of yourself that lives deep in your soul and he who climbs to the top every once in a while? That little shitty man. Is kind of excited that nobody else did the Twitch job event, and I got that like legendary. Oh, oh nice! Because <laughs> I'm gonna be like, look at this, and then everyone's gonna be like, okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> nobody's gonna give a shit. It's gonna be one of those con- confetti dick. There's, we gotta come up with something for that. No, it's but, perfect. I like it too much. Yeah, I love it too much. <laughs> uh, I I am kind of bummed I missed out on the Twitch drop of the the hot lady. But the hot lady, yeah, in Hunt, it was she was the last Twitch drop. There, I don't. Something weirds me out about attaching my Steam library to Twitch, which is ridiculous. <laughs> I know, but it seems like you draw know, your your lines in the sand in such random places. I know, sometimes. and that's one of them. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know why, but I think it's because I have like I've put so much money into Steam that I want to make sure that Steam is secure. Oh, that's a lot of someone games. from yeah. someone someone from like Siberia tries to hack into my Steam literally on a weekly basis, and I don't know what to do about it because I changed <laughs> my password tens of times. And I still get that email. Someone from Kazakhstan has logged into your tried to log into your account. Was it you, it's like, dude? You can just assume if it's not in the U.S., it's not me. <laughs> Let's yeah, just do that. Right? <laughs> I'm not playing Steam while I'm on vacation. No, yeah, none of us got that Steam Deck, which looks you should nice. you should. Yeah, you should try to log in from Ecuador, though, just to really <laughs> yeah. throw them through a loop. <laughs> Make sure they're really keeping an eye out on yeah. you. Um, this was me, but if it wasn't, you guys would be in deep shit. <laughs> you had one more gaming news thing, man? Oh, yeah. The last gaming news thing, the new Guild Wars expansion is out, and I have no time uh, or oh. motivation to play it. Like. Yeah. I want to so badly. I want to so badly, but Elden Ring, Apex... Pokemon, ah, like sleep. I need to do. <laughs> I need to pick one of these things, and my body is telling me that sleep is the one I need to do next. Um, but oh my gosh, it's just it looks it looks super cool. 
I just wish the moment to moment gameplay was a little more fun. And maybe it's my class. Maybe I don't like the elementalist that much and I need to level up one of my other guys. But I just, it, I don't know. You need a gamecation. I need a, yeah, I need, uh, yeah, basically. But uh, I found in those games like that, like fantasy games, D&D included, that I like the like middle, like not here is a wizard or here is a knight, <laughs> but here is a like battle caster or like a yeah. druid in D&D or like somebody that kind of like rides both, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know, paladin, stuff like that. It's the end of the podcast. Nope. Here we nope, are. We're not bop, doing bop, that. Making... Beep, bop, bop, <laughs> I will leave. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been another episode of the Wing and a Commander podcast. Uh, send us an email, won't you, at wingitpod at gmail.com. <laughs> and if you like our artwork, that was done by Jeff Fenton. If you want him to do artwork for you, you can get a hold of him at jeffenton 303 at gmail.com. Um, what else? If you want to listen to our show about doing um adult, being an adult, I've stopped saying doing adult things because it makes it sound like it's a porn show. Um, <laughs> if you want to listen to a show a show about us talking about being adults, um, and porn, uh, and pooping. And it's a pooping podcast. It's mostly let's be just taking big old dumps. Um, <laughs> you can find that. Uh, various dumping per- paraphernalia you can find that podcast at the bottom of your toilet or anywhere you can find fine <laughs> podcasts it's called winging it um but with that we'll see you guys next week go play some games have some fun and we'll talk to you later bye bye, bye.